It's episode 132 of the Auto What podcast. I'm Amon Bashir. I almost forgot my name for a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Uh, with me is Rob Attrell and Keegan On. There he is. Uh, and our guest today is Becca Alkerton. That's you did it? good. You did. Uh, yeah. A is lot that people, actually how you say it? I would say like Alkerton. Alkerton. But like you use the L. Sometimes people just throw out Ackerton. And Ackerton. I, oh, wow. And I'm not sure why. So you know that was pretty good. People removing letters. Uh, actually, I understand people removing letters a bit. People adding letters, like my name, I get called Arman or Akman. <laughs> I'm like, that, that's not that's not a like, thing. Like, <laughs> with a Q or a K in there, I like don't that's. Know. I got, yeah, it's, it's it's a whole thing. So I I can relate to people not saying your name correctly, but I'm glad I. It's very English. It's pretty straightforward. That's good. It's yeah. all right. It's all right. Well, how are you today? I'm doing quite well. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show. For sure. As you can see, or as you're holding, uh, we have some beer in front of us. Uh, Rob, do you want to talk about the beer? Yeah, yeah. Great. Go ahead. uh, But actually, before I get to the beer, I I can't help but feel like this is actually a personal attack. You're adding letters thing, because I've been calling you Abmon. Yeah, that's wrong. I I took this time to to let you know that. Well, I'm sorry. I'll never compliment your washboard stomach ever again. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, the beer we have this week is called Upstreet Ruby Social. Uh, this is a strawberry rhubarb wheat beer or oh. wit beer, okay? which I believe is different. I, th- I think okay. they come kind of from the same root. Yeah, similar, but okay. I'm going to do some research root. into this. But strawberry rhubarb, so I'm, I'm very intrigued to how this tastes. Yeah. What do you think? It's, it's, it's really cool. I, I've had this uh, a few times now. Uh, so yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a brew out of PEI, and uh, yeah, this is this is something that again, it's it's not like something else I've ever had, but it uh, it it tastes really good. Uh, normally, when we have, I mean, maybe not whipped beers, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a feeling King might react this way. <laughs> but normally, normally when we have like another like strong flavor type beer, you know, it, it's very juice like but not beer like. But this is a nice mix of the two, so it's kind of nice. Ian, what do you what do you think? I'm glad you said strawberry rhubarb before I spoke because mm. I, I knew I tasted something. I think this is showing how uh, undiscerning my palate is. Right. I thought it was like toffee. That's wow, like strawberry toffee? No, just <laughs> straight <laughs> toffee. But that's kind of like what I say about every beer. I'm like, oh, it has like a caramelly toffee finish. You know, because that's the color of the beer. Yeah, yeah. it's probably part of it. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you can definitely you taste it, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh, good. 100%. Yeah, you like it, eh? I do. It's great. It's very, very good. You taste the strawberry or the rhubarb more, would you say? I taste the strawberry more. Me, me too. But I've had other strawberry beers. I've never okay. had a strawberry mm. rhubarb right. beer. But you can, like, you can tell the difference, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I like it in a pie. I like it in a beer. Good. <laughs> you like it all around, which is great. Yeah, why not? Your phone off, I'm on. I oh forgot. God. And I, I usually phone on ringer, like, oh, wearing wow. sweatpants. Yeah. What is going on this today? I am Swap. badly injured from softball. <laughs> badly injured. <laughs> Rob, what do you think? Uh, I really like it. Like I, I like the that fruity taste along with beer. I've, I grew up before I kind of refined my palate. I used to love the the cooler thing. Mm-hmm. It was really great. You seem like the type to be honest. So yeah, this this combines like I, I've now come to appreciate beer as yep. well, but having that fruit flavor does like mm. I really do like it. And I I want to follow up because I did look up the difference. I put that mm. in quotes between Weiss beer and Wit beer, and it's uh, white in German is Weiss, and white in Belgian is Wit. So they are like wheat it's, white right. beers. Same thing. Good to know. Very cool, yeah. Becca. What kind of beer do you? 
like to drink. I know you were saying you're not a fan of stouts. No, mm-hmm. I'm not. And I really like drink oh. like a 50 year old man. Like I, I drink a lot of <laughs> Labatt 50. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's cheap. It's the best. It's delicious. It really <laughs> is. You know, like I I drank X for a while too, another yeah. really old man yep. beer. But yep. then, like, my local pub stopped carrying it because I was the only person drinking it, mm. which is really sad because, like, <laughs> I have a lot of middle aged dude friends and I was the only one who was drinking the X. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it comes and goes. I find, like, I'll, I'll go to, like, the beer store, or the LCBO, and just sort of pick up like a few singles and like have interesting labels and, mm, and see how yeah. they are. Um, this summer though, I drank a lot of Polly wants a Pilsner from hop city, right? Yes. Which is real tasty. Okay. Um, outside of that, I don't know. Like there's, there's so many good beers to choose from and more coming out all the time. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. There are. Yeah. Okay. There's lots of breweries in the neighborhood, which is great too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What neighbor is that? Uh, I'm in Hinchinburg. So oh, like nice. we, have, yeah, yeah. we have beyond the pale, yep. which is great. Yep. It, Tooth like, and nails around tooth there. Tooth and nails right there too. Yeah. Uh, so and uh, a few others. There's Great. yeah, I know. There's more. I'm sure those are the ones that I know. The big ones, and yeah. yeah, yeah, makes sense. Well, tell us a bit about yourself uh, uh, to begin. So you know where are you from, and 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 you know talk us through your path a bit. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm from Ottawa originally. Where about? Um, I actually like grew up in sort of Britannia area when I was really little, okay. and then moved out like past Canada, which isn't really Ottawa, but like counts as it because amalgamation is a thing. So, (laughs) um, I grew up pretty rurally, um, but then went to high school in town actually with Keegan. We went to to high school together. That's like far too long ago. We'll just pretend it never happened. Uh, uh, but yeah, so, so went to high school in Bell's Corners and then went to school in Peterborough. So I was there for about three years. Uh, did a year of massage, then realized I don't take good enough care enough of my own body to make that a career <laughs> and, uh, and switched and did sports business for a couple more years. Then I went and moved to St. Catharines, which we were talking about a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. uh, spent a couple years there, came back, did a bunch of sports retail related stuff for, I don't know, five, eight years, give or take, yep. uh, kind of realized you max out in terms of how much growth or, or climbing you're going to do specifically in the Ottawa market. Okay. Um, like there's no corporate head offices here sure, for, right. for sports stuff. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, so I left my job. I went down to the States for a few months to help some family out with stuff, came back and, and now I work for TD. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's, it's pretty awesome. Need a little path. What's that? Neat little path. Neat little path. It's <laughs> yeah. not where I necessarily would have expected I would end up. But that's often how it um, happens, right? But yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's a great company to work for and it pays the bills and you go. got lots of social initiatives and stuff. So that's, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. It's nice to be able to, to be involved in the workplace and in the community and have those things overlap. So cool. yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty great. Well, what is it you do with TD? So I, I guess I suppose I, I work for MBNA, which is a subsidiary of, of TD Bank. So they're like a MasterCard company. Uh, my right. official title is resource officer, uh, which is a fancy word for middle management. Okay. And uh, yeah, so if, if you call in and the person that you're talking to doesn't know what you're saying or how to do what you're asking for or just isn't allowed to, yep. they come and talk to me and I kind of give some guidance and make judgment calls on accounts and things like that. 
and cool. and talk to the angry people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, that's that's, that's a thing. <laughs> I yeah, I get that. I, I get a lot of that working in HR. So Yeah. I mean like <laughs> yeah. you get good at talking people down though, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah cool. Absolutely. Do you have any like um like life hacks or cheat codes when it comes to dealing <laughs> with angry people? You know, you must develop some kind of I mean like at times you just kind of like sit there like phone out and just wait. Yeah. <laughs> and you just let them talk. <laughs> and if you just let somebody talk until they go like, Are you still there? Mm-hmm. You know, uh huh, yeah. And uh <laughs> like can I explain now? Right. Yeah. Like yeah. let them get it all out of their system first. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, usually, I mean, like anytime that I'm talking to somebody, I usually have like a pretty good idea of what the problem is before I'm on the phone with them. Cause I'm not their first point of contact. Uh, so that makes it a little bit easier too, that right, I kind right. of generally speaking already have an idea of what I'm going to do or not do or how I'm going to explain something yes. before I even enter into that conversation. So that, that makes it a lot easier too. But mm-hmm. do you have go-to phrases. <clears throat> oh, I don't know that I necessarily do. I know some of my peers do, like with all due respect. Ah, that's um, a good one. Or, yeah, you know, like it's it's just a lot of those like empathetic terms, right? Like I I understand where you're coming from. Right, yeah, um, right. You know, I I can. Yeah, that's the big one for oh, me. It's like I understand where you're coming from. However. You know, like this is how it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that doesn't mean like that makes me sound so like harsh. You yeah. know, like well, with all due respect, sir, you're wrong. Right. Like, isn't isn't necessarily the best delivery? Mm. Um, I don't, I don't know if I have any other like go to mm. catchphrases. When I was on the phones and had to like transfer people other places, right? I would always say like, I'll get you right in the priority queue, even though oh, there nice. is no priority <laughs> queue. But like, figured, technically, yeah. you are the next in line based on when. I sent you. You have some priority yeah. over somebody like else. I would like that if I was on the phone. That's true. Right? With like, like, wow. I've already been transferred three places. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I'll get you right in the priority queue. <laughs> the problem Solve is that. if somebody else uses that, like prior to transferring to you, then you're in trouble. That's that's true. I mean, our whole times <laughs> typically aren't that long. So no, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's typically a non-issue. Yeah. Makes them feel better leaving you. Yep. Makes me feel better because they feel better. Yep. It's all, it's all good things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. No, very cool. Amon, you working on any new phrases? Because uh, Amon has, I, I know why he asked that, because he has phrases. He uses yeah, lots. He too oh. many. Oh, I, I have a lot of Amonisms just in, in life, but I, I don't, what do I usually use? Um, I hear you, but. <laughs> that, yeah. That's okay. one I've used a few okay. times. Uh, uh, if, you know, if, if you consider the other side for a second, that's, yeah. a, that's a big one. Mm. It's usually like conflict. Uh, there's a few. I, I should keep something close to my chest. Do you use yeah. walk me through it at work a lot? You know what? I, I yeah. do. You sound infuriating I do. to deal with. I do. I, work. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I say walk me through things all the time. <laughs> I actually, I say brutal a lot and I didn't like, I, yeah. <laughs> that's not, a, that's not a calming word. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I say, I say it in my personal life. I say it all the time, but I only realized I said brutal as often as I did was, uh, my, uh, my manager at the time was like through and through francophone. And she's like, Oh, that like this this meeting brutal as you say. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's when I got caught on. But yeah, uh, yeah. anyway, there's there's a few I'm sure. My, my yeah. first few years of teaching, I uh, I realized part of the way through that I was using the word hardcore too much. <laughs> I would say I would call things hardcore all the time in elementary school. What decade was this? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> punk rock and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it kind of yeah. It's just like it's not super professional. And yeah, no, it's not. It's, we- it's weird to like have yourself associated with a a word that maybe you don't say all the time, but you say it 
enough. <laughs> yeah. Infinite, yeah. Infinite more times than anyone else at work. Sure. Yeah. You know, Infinitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A new term that I came across. So we had some family friends over for dinner and some like my mom's friends, kids are like 15 and 17 years old. Mm, right. and I've known them their whole lives, but they came over and they kept talking about people being so extra, like over the top. They were like, Oh, she's so extra. And wow. I kind of like it, yeah. <laughs> but is not something that exists in no. any of my sort of social mm, or no. work circles. I've never heard that term, but not apparently the hip word these days. Very cool. Extra. extra. Now we can skew young. Because I, I've since been saying, I just started saying basic. Mm. Yeah. But that's like yeah. old now. <laughs> have, like, have you heard of edgy? No, what's that? Basic and edgy. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's a, so basic. Basics are taking it back. It's huh. kind of like the <laughs> the like skater, like the basic skater girl. Okay, you know that like wears a band T shirt of yeah. a band she's never listened to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, so, like, but it's still derogatory, or is it like redeeming? Um, no, it's probably still derogatory. I, I don't know. Okay. That's okay. it's also not a term I use. It's <laughs> like, like I know two teenagers. I'm trying, guys. <laughs> Update my dictionary, <laughs> my yeah. lexicon. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, being, being somebody that, uh, has lived here for as long as you have, like yeah. born and raised in Ottawa, I, I want to talk a bit about just sort of how things have sort of changed over the years. And, and one of the things I was talking about, uh, it was just this past weekend and I was talking to, uh, uh, one of our friends, Shay, and we're sitting on this balcony here and we're talking about the, the pride parade. It was huge this year. Which is huge. Yeah. But yeah. the Pride Parade has only been going on about four years. That's not true. It stopped for <laughs> years. It did. And, and uh, But it, it only came back in 2012, was it? 2013? So, something like that. And well, yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've been going for the last five years. Right. But I could be wrong. Well, I, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it, yeah. It was, it's something like that. But I remember like it just blew up. And, and like, it is such a huge, huge thing. And, uh, and so that's something like one thing that's changed, at least if there was a parade, it wasn't nearly as big as it is now. Yeah. And I mean, this year was a huge, huge year. I mean, I know everybody talked last year about Justin Trudeau going to like the Toronto and Montreal parades, which was amazing. This was the first time that he ever marched in the Ottawa Capital Pride Parade, um, which, I mean, I'm guessing maybe last year there were schedule conflicts. I hope that's the reason he didn't march last year. <laughs> right. Uh, but, I mean, that in itself draws a big crowd. It's the 150, so I think there's just more people in the city in general. Mm, that's true. Uh, but there was also, like, a huge military presence this year, too, which was right. yeah. amazing. That oh, makes yeah. me really happy. I mean, that's my mother, cool. even in civilian sort of status, worked for national defense for most of her career. Right. Um, so I've met some of those higher ranking generals and things like that over my lifetime, which is yeah. cool in and of itself. Absolutely. Um, but it was really nice to see them all out and in uniform. Like, yeah, I could be wrong, but I heard there were over a hundred service members that marched uh, in the parade this year. Uh, right. Um, and that's a big deal again, just from a, uh, I mean, without getting too political, but like looking at what's happening South of the border yeah. and, and how they're, you know, treating LGBT specifically T individuals, mm, right. uh, in the military, it's really nice to have our sort of heads of heads of defense, heads of the army, head of the navy, whatever. Yep. Um, you know, come out and show support and be like, no, this is a place where you can belong and have a career too. So mm, right. that's really lovely. 
Yeah. yeah. Which, which I, I think, you know, I, I think there were polarizing, polarizing opinions on that in itself. Right. And yeah. as you'd expect, because, you know, it was too recently, it might be 20, 25 years or however long it's been that, you know, Canada's opened its doors a bit more in terms of who can. Oh, know, for sure. I mean, in, but, but, and this is, you know, terrible in terms of me not knowing my exact history or, or all of the history of, of the LGBT community. <laughs> I wouldn't expect this. Um, no, but I mean, like, it's it's something to know, and it's something I probably know a little bit more about than you, but I mean, if you go back even, like, 60 years, yeah. you could be arrested. In, yeah. Like, that, right, that's... Yeah, yeah. For, just for being you. Sure. That's that's and too recently. It's, that's it's far too yeah. recently. Absolutely. It's pretty wild, you Absolutely. know, to yeah. think that, like, I can just be out and about and be myself in all of my life, which is great. Yeah. yeah. But... <laughs> But to contemplate and and think about sort of like the people that come before you who really just didn't even have that luxury to right. like live their lives. Like I have a friend whose father came out after his parents died when he was like 50. Oh, wow. And he was like, had a wife, had kids, mm-hmm. knew for most of that time who he was, but he was like, I will never. And when his parents passed away, then he did. Now he lives really? like a wonderful, happy life. Yeah. Wow. His partner's amazing and friends with his kids, but like. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Right? Yeah, Can yeah. you imagine, like, I'm, I mean, I can't imagine being 50 years old. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> I really can't imagine That's, being 50 years old yeah. and having to to keep that much of, you know, just who I am, yeah. like, trapped that whole time. Yeah, that would absolutely. Be awful. Absolutely. Yeah. Are there, I, I don't know a lot about um, Ottawa Pride. Are there uh, events yeah. uh, besides the the parade like what did you do this this weekend you know i i had a pretty chill weekend yeah. because my sister was in town and i don't get to see her that often yeah, yeah. um but yeah no there's lots of events i mean we're lucky there's still like a few sort of uh gay or or queer establishments um in ottawa which is becoming more rare i mean everywhere really mm-hmm. um but so there were a couple of events at the lookout which is like right downtown in the okay. market if you know where like Kinky and Zaphods are. It's kind of it's upstairs from Kinky. Anyways, that's a great little spot. They do karaoke a few times a week. Um, they do gay events all the time, but they had sort of a kickoff and closing party for Pride. Oh, nice. Uh, Mill Street did like a queers and beers event that was uh, last Friday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's lots of different events and stuff like that that go on. I know in in my neighborhood in Hinchinburg, there's a bowling alley that did like a bears bowling night. I also oh, didn't yeah. go to that, which is terrible, but <laughs> I, I, I did a bad job this year of doing a lot of events here, but I did what my friends and I are referring to as the Pride Fecta, because uh, we did Toronto, Montreal, and Ottawa Pride mm, this okay. year. Uh, right, which I recently learned is is purposely staggered so that people can do that, right? So you can yeah. turn it around. And so what, what was that schedule like? So Toronto Pride was end of June, because okay. technically June is like internationally Pride Month. Right. Yeah. It's actually a little bit disappointing to me that Ottawa's Pride Parade is so late in mm-hmm. the year. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like it kind of like closes out the schedule. Right. Which, which isn't the worst, but I feel like there's so much more focus on Pride in general in terms of media and advertisement mm-hmm. and things like that in June. Mm-hmm. And that perhaps sometimes limits uh, like awareness and things like that of it happening here because it's almost like two full months later. Right. Uh, but so, yeah. And then Montreal was actually just last weekend, like the week before Ottawa. Oh, cool. And I think it was the same last year. Ottawa and Montreal are usually back to back. I see. And and that's fun, especially being in Ottawa. Like it's easy 
both this year oh, and last year. I just absolutely. did a day trip. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Drive up, check out the parade, go walk through some of the street fair stuff, and then head back. And it's yeah, it's easy. It's fun. Um, but I was actually in the parade this year in Ottawa, which oh, is the first were. time Very I've cool. ever done that. Yeah. W- what group were you with? So I marched with TD. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, like, we're, we're a pretty big sponsor yeah. or whatever. <laughs> there was a big group there uh, for TD, right? Yeah, we were a pretty decent-sized yeah. group. I mean... We didn't we didn't touch like the numbers we got in Toronto, but no, in but, terms but of like to the rest is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, and I mean I think in terms of like we had pretty good turnout. What's nice too is like TD has those few lines of business that exist within Ottawa, so we can kind of you know we pull some people from branch. There were a handful of people who came from where I work with MBNA, right? Uh, and you know there's a little bit here, there, and everywhere. We have so many different sort of facets of what TD actually does. So we were able to pull people from a a bunch of different arenas and like families and friends come too. Oh, yeah. And, and it makes me really happy when I, when I see people bring their kids out. Yep. Uh, and there were lots of kids at the parade this year. So, yeah, yeah. so that's always fun too. Cause it's, again, it's, I can't imagine a kid growing up today and not thinking that, you know, LGBT individuals are like normal and exist. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, it's nice to see it, uh, I don't know, in practice, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, that's maybe a weird way of saying that. But uh, yeah, no, so it was really great. Oh, it was wow. really, really fun sort of three weekends. Um, mm-hmm. But I probably did the most in terms of events when I was in Toronto. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. We went out and did like a few, few karaoke nights because karaoke is a ton of fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know, just kind of bumped around Toronto. And yeah. Makes sense. Did, did you find a different... Uh, atmosphere at the different parades a hundred percent yeah and it's funny this was the first year i ever went to toronto for for the parade uh it's really corporate and i don't mm. know how i feel about that yeah. even though like i marched with td which is obviously yeah. a, a massive <laughs> right. corporation yeah. um that i mean i just happened to have connections to so that made it easy mm-hmm. but uh i mean you go to toronto it's i don't even know how many people show up but like hundred thousand people, a few sure. hundred thousand people are there. Yeah. It gets crazy in comparison yeah. to either Ottawa or Montreal. Like they barricade off the side of the streets because there would be too many people. Like the crowd's oh, wow. like 10 people deep all along the parade route. Wow. Uh, it's, it's pretty wild, yeah. but, but I found it very corporate. Like it was a lot of like, here's the big Facebook float. Here's right. the big Twitter float. Yeah, like yeah. here's, Oh, I see. And, I kind of, one of the things I love about the Ottawa Pride Parade is that it's a lot more localized. Like you get to see some of like the, the smaller things, you know, like yeah. queer sports teams and different right. kink groups and, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that really exists and live here yeah. and isn't just a rainbow banner beside your brand. Yep. And not, nice. not to say that those companies, you know, don't have great inclusivity or diversity policies or whatever. I really couldn't speak to that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do almost like the, the smaller, the smaller parade. Yeah. That's interesting that, uh, I, you know, I, I never considered it before, but there, you know, you're saying there's so many people at the parade and for these companies, it is a, a visibility opportunity. And so for sure. Yeah. And again, like I'd rather them be there than not. Right. Yeah. Because like, obviously y- you need support to exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's good that these companies recognize that again, like gay individuals or LGBT individuals, um, like exist and are like an awesome demographic to yeah. tap into. We're like really good customers. Uh, <laughs> but, 
But yeah, it just, it felt, it's just a lot bigger and grander, right? Yeah. Like you're talking like a huge big truck float with like, mm-hmm. each float has its own private DJ. Right. Coming to the Ottawa parade, you've got like a pickup truck with some speakers yeah, in the back. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. And like, that's fine. Sure, There's, yeah. it, it's yep. nice. And yeah. then I would say Montreal's really like almost the happy medium. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah cuz it's definitely bigger than than the Ottawa parade is. Um and there's definitely some of that like giant float stuff going on. Uh, but you do get a lot of the the sort of more community-based stuff worked into. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh with that I'd like to jump to a segment. Uh Keegan, what are we doing? What a game? <laughs> I have a game. All right. <laughs> that I've crafted very carefully. We uh we like to play games with team guests versus Team Ottawa. So these guys will be Team Ottawa versus you. Versus me. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they have a very bad track record. This very t- bad. today's yeah. game, uh, I thought I'd keep it, you know, pretty simple. I didn't have a lot of time. And so we're gonna do some pride trivia. That's oh no, good. I might fail at this too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'm sure you are well equipped. I didn't they're not super hard. For either side. I was like, we're all just going to fail. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Becca, as team guest, you get to choose. Would you like to go first or second? Well, now I'm nervous, so I want to go second. And that way, but like guys get the first question wrong. Okay. (laughs) I'm almost positive we will, to be honest, with how Keegan runs his game. Okay, here we go. Uh, Team Ottawa. Uh, First question in pride trivia. A female lion needs how much meat a day to live? A pride? Oh, no, you're the lion. worst. This, this is a full-grown lioness. Yes. Why didn't I see it I'm going to say, I mean, it makes <laughs> I sense. I love it. Uh, I'm going to say f- 30 pounds. Okay, you also have to convert it to kilograms because I don't know uh, what that is. That would be about, what, 20? 2.2. No, 2.2 pounds to a kilogram, yeah. so like 14-ish. Okay. 14 kilograms. Ah, it's incorrect. It's 5 kilograms. Ah. You guys don't know anything about it. I always go very pride. proximate you in see my, my guessing. This is like I work for a bank. I can do some yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. Conversion. It's not a totally accurate. I'm going order of magnitude guessing. So yeah. 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 Okay, Becca, your question. The original pride flag included two additional colors. Can you name one of those colors? Oh, no, I don't know if I can. Well, I guess like perhaps like indigo if we look at like an actual like <laughs> rainbow. rangy biv rainbow. Yeah. Um, no, but I know like... When the pride flag was introduced, that was like back in the Harvey Milk days in, in what, San Francisco. What year was that? Oh, no. <laughs> what year-ish was that? Like in the late 70s, yeah. like mid to late 70s. That sounds right. And you said indigo. I'm going to give you half a point for your answer. It- Very nice. So I have, I don't actually know the two additional colors. I copy well, why would you ask why, a question? It's a, I, again, I have the initial part. No. <laughs> it says hot pink, red. Orange, yellow, green, turquoise, indigo, and violet. So probably hot pink and turquoise, right? Those are the I guess. Not involved. I, I see. Do you have a flag? <laughs> okay. So oh, there we go. Well, I have a, a pride bandana. Oh, no. so like, okay. yeah. but it has pink on it, actually. And that pink looks pretty hot. So Ooh. maybe they brought it back. No, actually, no. That's that's the purple. no. That's the purple. That's, okay. That's not so we're missing purple. hot pink and. And turquoise. Yeah, and turquoise. Oh, turquoise. Oh, very nice. Yeah, because turquoise would go, like, I guess, right. in between the green okay. and blue. Makes sense. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, half a point to zero. Yeah. Team guest. <laughs> team Ottawa, your question. Um, female lions reach two-thirds of their adult size by the time they are how many years old? 
two thirds of their adult size by the time they're how many years old? I'm gonna say two. That's my that's my wild guess. Inexplicably correct. Yes. Two years old. I mean, like two would have been my guess yeah. too. Why would that even? Why would they even have that as a question? Who cares <laughs> when they're two thirds their size? I don't know, but you chose okay. the question. I guess, yeah. So. I I uh, plagiarized these questions. <laughs> good, good. Becca, can you name one of the two, one of the only two former presidents to formally acknowledge Pride Month? Oh, so like Obama. Obama. <laughs> nice, nice job. Nice. The other one was Bill Clinton. I figured that it was would have been my no, other I, guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. Only two cool presidents. <laughs> like, Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> All right. So we have one and a half to one. Oh. Team Ottawa, this is your last question. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared you're going to get it right. <laughs> if I lose, it's okay. <laughs> An adult male's roar can be heard up to how far away? In what unit of measurement? Miles? This is miles, right? Because it's miles? all imperial units? This one is kilometers. What? Is Kilograms aren't <laughs> yeah. imperial. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking most I should common, do in miles. you're right. Sure. How far away can you... Oh, it's... I was, I was going to say five, but I still just want to say five just because it's a round number, no matter what the unit. But... Sure. Five. Five? The answer is eight kilometers. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, guys. And Becca, just for... Five for, miles then. For vanity, I suppose. Yeah. Here, it's, it's still your one and a half to one right now. Uh, with an estimated 3.5 million attendees in 2011, this city hosts the world's largest pride parade. Oh, that's interesting. Because um, there's like a few different cities yeah, that I would think. Yeah. I'm going to say New York, but it mm-hmm. could be San Fran, could mm-hmm. be Miami. Those are definitely the three biggest in the U.S. as far as I know. But what, I'll go with New York. What about internationally? Oh, internationally. Sorry, I should have clarified. You you definitely should have clarified because I was like, <laughs> within North America. Um, so I'm clearly wrong. Like mm-hmm. it's not yeah. in the States <laughs> is, is what just happened there. I'll even take a country. I shouldn't say city. That's stupid. Like, I honestly don't know. I don't think I don't guess. think that yeah. London Pride is that big. You don't think what? Pride? Lon- London Pride's London not Pride. that big. They had like a fair number of actually mm-hmm. like relatively offensive posters that they yeah. used yeah. this year. Oh, interesting. Um, it's wrong. But uh, like <laughs> Toronto, I'm saying the no, country. But like oh. in in Spain, in like Madrid or, or Barcelona, that is close. The answer is Brazil, apparently. Three oh yeah, million. in like Rio. When you say or, close, is that mean, close? Like, My geography is so horrible. So that's like Europe versus South America. Is it really okay? Well, I have a problem where I think anyone who speaks Spanish is South America. Oh, that's a problem. Just so you think Spain is in South America? Spain's like, yes. like right is beside it? France. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that ocean didn't and, used to exist. And Portugal. Those, those countries. Port- yeah, okay. Portugal is another one that really confuses me because it yeah. sounds very they South American. S- they speak also, Portuguese also like in Europe. Or like yeah. whatever's in between Europe and, and Africa. Okay. That's hmm. like a designated. Facebook Live in the comments. Uh, tell us who you agree I, with. I, me or everyone else. We passed oh, okay. grade 10 geography. <laughs> yeah. uh, I believe yeah. that means Team Guest wins it yet again. Congratulations, Team Guest. All right. Reigning champions of this podcast. <laughs> that uh, that landmass is the Iberian Peninsula, Spain and Portugal and all that. There we go. Yeah, we don't Thanks. need comments. Robot Rob's got Rob. it. That's great. <laughs> Never mind. Delete your comments, everyone. <laughs> so, Becca, we we uh, obviously just spent a, a bit of time talking about 
things related to pride. Yeah. But we didn't actually talk about, you know, you know, and, and you mentioned that you're you're openly gay. Yeah. And and you also mentioned that you'd be comfortable talking about sort of you know, coming out or or yeah or being, you know, a a member of the gay community or LGBTQ community. I know it's and, tough to wrap your head around. And, and, you just and have plus plus plus. <laughs> so, well, yeah. First of all, can we start with what's the what's what's the current acronym? Do you know? Oh boy, I, I don't know. It's constantly changing. I suppose if uh, like LGBTQ uh, like two a. There's two A's, I think, and there's an yeah. I. There wasn't yeah, an I. I. So yeah, there is yeah. an I too. So yeah. that's why I say plus plus plus. Yeah, that makes sense. Lesbian, bi, gay, transgender, queer, and questioning. Those can both oh, be Q's. A two, yeah. You got asexuals. You've got intersex individuals, yeah. two spirited individuals. Right. Uh, but I mean, do they include allies in there? I guess that could be oh, another, yeah, another A, a yeah, but like I don't sense. really think that allies belong in the no, acronym. No, I'm true, yeah. like that's my yeah. no, like mm-hmm. allies are important. Yeah, yeah. They don't. I don't know that you that. don't need to yeah. be represented in our acronym. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry guys. I get it. I, I get it. No, okay. So now that now that we sort of figured that out, uh, yeah, I, I'm wondering. And uh, Rod, you're, you're obviously you know to to whatever extent you're comfortable. Um, can you talk about you know sort of the process for a person or, or, or what it was like for a person for, uh, such as yourself to, to come out and, and, and yeah, and, I mean, you know? I can talk about me. I don't sure. know that like, it's no, really, the, really an individual experience. And course. I was really, really lucky yeah. um, that I, I didn't sort of like face any major discrimination or, or backlash or whatever. Sure. Um, I came out when I was like 21 um and and to family first and it's it's one of those things that i i don't again i, I can speak from my experience but it's yeah. so funny to look back on my life and go like oh i was like into her like <laughs> i uh, i thought she was just like that cool girl that i wanted to be friends with but like Nah, I, I was into that. Um, without mentioning any names, because sure, they like sure. might be people uh, yeah, that we both. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I was I was really fortunate. I mean, I think it, it's I if I think back, I'm like I probably knew when I was like 16 or 17 years old. I mean, I went to college when I was 17, um, and I, I wasn't out in that environment, but I was certainly like around other people who were. Okay. Um, Peterborough actually like is quite open. Like there's a fairly large queer community there, yeah. hmm. uh, between sort of the, the university Trent and the college Fleming there's. Okay. Yeah. It's actually, I don't know. It's kind of a hotspot, but like, hmm. so I was, I was around people who, yep. who were already out and comfortable with themselves and it wasn't necessarily conversations that I had, but I think it kind of opened my eyes to it being a possibility. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned earlier that, you know, I grew up pretty rurally. Um, and, and at least in terms of my experience, it was, you just sort of assume you're straight. Like there's no yeah. reason not yeah. to. Sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, you know, like I dated the quarterback of the football team in high school. Oh. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's is. a weird thing. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. As I sort of moved out of home and was, had internet for myself that nobody else was yeah, looking at. Right. Uh, I could I could look at a lot of different like gay stuff that I wouldn't have been comfortable to look at in sure. on like a shared computer. Yep. yep. Uh, so I kind of started to figure it out, but it just sort of like sat under the surface and and 
yeah, I, I came out to my sister first. Um, can I swear on this show? Yes, you can. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to make sure because her response was fucking finally. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and yeah, so that she was the first person I came out to. And, and that was, I mean, not necessarily like what I wanted to hear. Cause I was like, no, I'm, I'm like telling you a big thing about yeah. myself that you're not, you're not supposed to already know. Right. Um, but, but I mean, I was pretty gay. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's okay. And then I, I remember I came out to my mother who so like wanted to do the right thing, but mm-hmm. I don't think really knew how. Yeah. So, I, you know, she did the typical like parent thing and asked like if I was sure, which as like a sort of side note, I would say like if somebody's coming out to you, don't ask them if they're sure. Yeah. Um, that's good advice. Cause they, they wouldn't be telling you otherwise. Like it's not, yeah. it's not an easy thing to yeah. just no. do, especially at first. I mean, at this point I'm yeah, like, yeah. Yep. whatever. I come out to different people all the time if mm. they don't already know. Sure. Um, but, uh, but she asked if I was sure. And I kind of, yeah. Like we wouldn't be having this conversation otherwise. And she was like, okay, well like, I don't really know, uh, like what to do or say. <laughs> so she gave me this like self help book from the eighties but like how to have successful relationships if you have alcoholic parents. And she was like, this kind of helped me. Like, I don't know if it'll help you. Yeah, okay. It was like, I, I appreciate the, the gesture. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if this, if this hits home. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I remember like coming out to my stepdad was probably the one I was most stressed out about. Cause yeah. he's like a fairly conservative dude. Yeah. Um, who grew up like even more rurally than I did, like yeah. up in Northern Ontario where sure. like, yeah. you know, even like people of color or something that's kind of different for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, not anymore, but like yeah, yeah. he can yep. be kind of an ass sometimes. So <laughs> <laughs> as can like anybody's dad. Yeah. Um, so, so I was really stressed out about it. Um, but I, when I came out to him, we were like, we had just finished dinner and he usually like goes upstairs, watches TV after dinner. And it's like, can you just like, hang around for a second like we'll have a cup of coffee and like he went to the bathroom and I was just kind of like twitching in my seat because I knew I needed to say something but like I really didn't know how or how he was going to react and like he left the room I was like I can tell you want to say something because it already come out to her and she was like you should really just do it it's it's not going to be a big deal and I was Mm -hmm. like but what if it is and like you always go through those like worst case scenarios in your head of like my family's gonna disown me um but he was super cool. It was just like, mm-hmm. well, like, who am I to say? Whatever makes you happy. And right. came out to my brother. We were at Blues Fest. Like, surprise, I was, like, wearing suspenders. And I was like, so, like, I'm kind of gay. <laughs> and he was like, I kind of know. <laughs> but also, I love you. So that was really nice. So I've awesome. been really, really fortunate. Yeah. I, I really haven't faced any backlash. And, like, I work for an organization that's super open yeah. Um, and there's a handful of other people I work with who are also gay. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I've been very, very lucky. Like I've sure. gotten like side eye on the street. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's about the worst that yeah. I've faced. Side eye? <laughs> Some side eye. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like God forbid I hold somebody's hand. Right. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> what? what? I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, but that's really like really the worst of it. Yeah. So, yeah. so I've been really lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now, I mean, I guess like once you're out, you, like you never stop coming out sure. because okay. you meet new people. Right. That's fair. Yeah. So, but you just become more comfortable with it. It mm-hmm. just, instead of it being like an, oh my God, how is somebody going to react? I don't know what to say. 
it's just kind of like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Um, and if you're somebody who's going to say leave it, like I probably don't want to hang out with well, or talk right. to you anyways. Yeah. And that's so, the thing. Yeah, exactly. But that first little bit, like the, just that, I don't know, but it's, if I had to preface it, like there are, everybody has hard conversations in their life. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, what makes your hard conversation any different than my hard conversation just based on the topic. So, right. yeah, yeah. so it's a hard conversation to have. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are lots of other hard conversations that people have to have. And I, I don't try to assign it like that much importance. Absolutely. If I had a different experience, I probably would, but, yep. okay. but I've been really lucky. Yeah, Makes sense. That's great. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. That's the easy part. It's done now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so with that, we we're we're almost up on time, but I want to make sure you have a chance to talk about a few of the things. Like you mentioned, Polo in the Park. You mentioned uh, Outcare Foundation. Right? Yeah. Uh, a few other things. So, so why don't you talk about some of the things that you you have going on outside of TD, or maybe an affiliated? I'm not sure. But, yeah. No. Yeah. So those those things that you mentioned are sort of outside. I try. Yeah. And I think like most people of our generation try to, um, you know, do like a few charitable initiatives and, yeah. and community events throughout the year. I, I certainly make a conscious effort to. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, coming up in a couple of weeks on September 16th is Polo in the Park. Um, so it's going to be out at like the equestrian grounds just off Corkstown, okay. uh, which is like Bell's Corner-ish, right. between Bell's Corners and, and Canada, mm -hmm. um, which, yeah, familiar to West End people. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's going to be, uh, there's going to be a polo game between, uh, like the Ontario and Quebec, like provincial polo teams. Oh, okay. And there's going to be a hat contest and there's going to be like lots of different activities for families and stuff like that, which is really fun. Um, so looking forward to that coming up in a couple of weeks for sure. Um, that's supporting the rotary group, I believe out of Ottawa South, um, is, is what the funds are going to for that, which is really great. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Outcare. So <clears throat> it, Outcare Foundation and the Elder Care Foundation deal with a lot of like palliative care issues. Yep. Um, and so, I mean, obviously our population is aging. Yeah. Um, and, and I know like I, when I moved down to the States, I helped take care of my grandmother um, when we had moved her home from, from a nursing home. Um, so that's something that kind of sits a little bit closer to home for me. And in November, I want to say the 18th of November, but like, check it out online. Uh, there's a black tie bingo event and I like bingo. I like games. <laughs> um, so you get to get to dress up and look nice and go out and have uh, a fun night of bingo and it's open bar and there's a silent auction. So there's lots of different stuff that you can go in and check out. So that's something I've been doing for the last couple of years. Sure. Nice. And uh, yeah, just really fun. I mean, there's lots of, lots of different sort of charitable initiatives going on around town. Mm -hmm. um, but those are two, that I have upcoming soon. Great. Yeah. And, and what's, uh, uh, 10 Oaks. Oh yeah. Well, cause like we talked about a lot of gay stuff, so <laughs> I figured I should talk about 10 Oaks too. Uh, 10 Oaks is a, a, a camp, yep. um, for LGBT youth. Um, so either children who identify on the spectrum, um, or children who come from perhaps like families of gay parents. Mm. Um, and it's just a, a much sort of like safer space. Um, to be able to, again, sort of live your true self and be able to talk about a lot of things that might otherwise be uncomfortable in a majority straight world. Mm -hmm. okay. So, yeah, it's just, a, it's just a super inclusive, super welcoming environment. 
um, and and a really great organization that's home to Ottawa. Yep. Um, Very cool. So yeah. Okay. Pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, makes sense. So with that, um, I assume they each have their own websites. So we'll link that on our post. Yeah. yeah so polointheparkottawa.com for the one that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Great. Um, I, I don't know. Black Tie Bingo does like a few events in other cities. So okay. like, I'm sure you guys can find the Ottawa sure. one. I, <laughs> I could have provided you with these links too. <laughs> They'll be easy to look up though. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, and and all really great organizations. If people want to take a look and, and come out to those events, they're, they're a lot of fun. Yep. And final question uh, for you, Becca. Yeah. Uh, where can I find the best cheesecake in Ottawa? Oh yeah. <laughs> best cheesecake in Ottawa. Hands down the foolish chicken on Holland Avenue. Okay. It's a barbecue restaurant. It's yeah. the owner's wife. She makes all of the cheesecakes herself. Yeah. You can get custom ordered cheesecake for yourself. Hmm. The flavors change every week, uh, depending on how quickly they sell out. But Natalie is a genius. Best cheesecake. Wow. Foolish chicken. That's a big plug. Wow. That's great. It's, wow. Yeah. That's good. Like I've been, I used to go there for lunch like once a week split a meal so that we could like not feel guilty about just going for cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now we just call and order cheesecake. Like and we'll order yeah. a whole cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Might as well. Like, well, we're not well. really having a party, but <laughs> but cheesecake. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna check that out now. That's awesome. Do it. You won't be sorry. Uh Rob, where can the listeners find us? The listeners should head to ottawapodcast.com. They can find uh past episodes of the show. And uh I think I feel like we should start putting the facebook videos up there we haven't yet but uh very cool on the website yeah podcast.com uh if you search on itunes or on the google play podcast directory you'll be able to find ottawa great and uh facebook uh just search ottawa twitter is ottawa at ottawa podcast all right uh and we didn't warn our guest about the end of the show we did yeah we did we're all i wasn't listening when uh, we warned no. our who's guest. this guy keegan any last words uh yeah i've been going to bed at Eight o'clock every night for the past two weeks. Great. And it feels great. Like going to bed at eight, getting up at five AM. And uh feels awful. It does sound awful, but it feels great. Right. But also it's almost my bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> so always insightful. Uh, <laughs> Becca will let you finish the show by saying out of what? Yeah. Out of what? <laughs>